Yo, 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 podcast number seven, the Punks Can Read edition. Uh, back in the day, I had an idea to start a band that would be book-related, and uh, that was inspired by Egghead and their two songs, Jane Airhead and Books. Books, which was played before. I'm going to step back from the mic and stop popping my bees. And um, joining us this time around is Chad Jerkins, the illustrious Chad Jerkins. Hey, everybody. How you doing? Everyone's doing fine. So uh, here's Egghead with Jane Airhead, and then we'll get into the whole comp idea. Jane Airhead, Jane, Jane Airhead. In the British punk rock check, see my friend when a friend was checked. Whoa, 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 whoa. People duck behind her back, put the fetches on her backpack. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Alright, so that was Egghead with Jane Airhead, which, uh, of course, is based on Jane Eyre by Charlotte Bronte. Uh, that song is just the perfect song for this compilation that we were putting together. Like John said, it was the one that inspired him to do all this in the first place. It's great because it, it tells the story in song form, so in my opinion, it's just perfect. Well, that's exactly what I was after when I was thinking about doing that band that never happened, and that's probably for the best. But Just telling these stories. Yeah, just almost like cliff notes in song form, but mm-hmm. with your own take on it. Yeah, and, and that's basically what Egghead did, and it's an excellent song. So, John said he had this idea for the comp. Um, I was with him at Wo Records at the time, and uh, unfortunately... I sort of took this comp on as my baby, which... Yeah, it was a, I would say, not a difference of opinion, just we weren't on the same page. Oh, what a pun Eh. Uh, on the whole thing. I always saw this comp as something to do eventually and just kind of keep accumulating the songs and do it right when it's ready. And you just kind of went full force with it. Yeah, and uh, that might have been a contributing factor to the fact that it, it never came out along with... A lot of other things. I mean, look, I, I'm in a band. I sure as hell know what it's like to go out and record a song for some sort of themed compilation, and then it never comes out. It right. sucks. It it's, does suck. It sucks. But, you know, I mean, I think we can both say that it sucks for the label, too. Yeah. And it it's equally... It's one of my big regrets, yeah. if not my only real strong regret for the label. It's equally, if not more disappointing i think with a band you record a song and that song's not released and then you still have something you can do with it yeah i mean with a label it's just like have the whole project fall apart sucks and 
So that's kind of why I thought a podcast would be a cool idea. Yeah. To sort of talk about it and... and uh, Still get these songs out there. Yeah, these play people. some of these songs. Because some of these songs, and uh, we're going to go into a batch in a minute, have never been released. Less than a minute. And they're from some great bands, and you've probably never heard them before. And we're going to start that right now uh, with the Chubbies. Let's do three in a row. Three in a row? Yeah. All right. Well, then uh, I'm going to have to have a lot of information here. First is the Chubbies with My Rules, which is based on the Shel Silverstein poem of the same name, which is from Where the Sidewalk Ends. One of my favorites. Yeah, I love Shel Silverstein. Uh, following that is the Phillyacs, who you might remember from their Mutant Pop short run CD. I do. And this is an unreleased song by them uh, called Seuss, based on Green Eggs and Ham by Dr. Seuss. Rounding out this three will be the Ergs with Is It That Lovely Song, which is uh, based on A Clockwork Orange by Anthony Burgess? Yes. Burg- Soft G. I think so. And this is a really early Erg song. Early from like word before I, we even really met him, I met Joe at a party at the South House and he was quite drunk and he's like, man, we got that song for you, man. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, okay, I don't know who this guy is, but okay, sure, dude. I believe this song predates Effin. Really? Or uh, it was definitely at around around the same time, but like really early song, Jeff singing. Most likely you guys have never heard it. It's never been released on anything. So Mm. uh, yeah, Chubby's Philiacs Ergs. Here we go. If you want to marry me, here's what you have to do. Learn how to make the perfect chicken dumplings And so my holy thoughts can soothe my trouble. Develop the knack to scratch in my back and keep my shoes spotlessly shined. These are my rules, yes indeed. These are my rules, greatest rules in the world. Now one more time, are you listening? If you wanna marry me, here's what you'll have to do. Learn how to make a perfect chicken dumpling stew. My holy socks, for Christ's sake, soothe my troubled mind. Develop the neck, go scratching my back, and keep my shoes spotlessly shined. Well, these are my rules, yes, indeed, these are my rules. Would 
So we just heard the Ergs. Uh, right before that, we heard two songs based on um, what more or less were children's poems, Dr. Seuss and Shel Silverstein. And I sort of remember that being a, a point of contention between you and I, John. Yeah, my like, idea for the comp had always been literature, classical literature. What's the matter with your hand signs? Uh, Did the mic move? This thing moved. You, that's okay. That okay. can move. <laughs> Are we going to cut that? No. All right, go on. Classical uh, literature. Yeah, it's just what I'd always envisioned for it as a book-themed comp. I'm I'm very pro people reading in general, but I've got high ideals. Well, I, I mean, John, it's, uh, it's a strong case could be made that Dr. Seuss is sure. classic literature. But not of what I had. Not It's not Penguin Classics. Does that make sense? All right. That's what I, I just, I I just think it's kind of... Uh... It because that's what I was reading a lot at the time. So I've always tried to shy away from like, but 21st then, uh, century authors. In that case, to, to insert a, uh, a segue mm-hmm. here, Stephen King shouldn't have been involved in this. Yeah, probably not. But then I gave in to you and said, that's fine. Whoever wants to contribute can contribute. Okay. So speaking of Stephen King... We're going to have uh, two songs in a row now. <laughs> Not exactly how segues work, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> two songs in a row based on Stephen King stuff. Ironically, by two bands named after Super Mario Brothers 2 <laughs> villains. <laughs> the first is our old band, mm-hmm. the Shy Guys, with Gunslinger, which is uh, based on the Dark Tower series. Also a cover from your old band. That's true. It's, it's technically a Susie Durkins cover. Yeah. So following the Shy Guys with Gunslinger, we're going to have the Koopas with Back Harlow Road, which is based on um, the, the, body. the Body, which you probably know was made into the film Stand By Me. Just a few weeks ago, by weeks I mean months, I saw Stephen King do a reading just off that. Of which, The Body? Yeah, it was awesome. Oh, yeah. Great, great story. Great movie, too. And I believe there's a sound clip from the movie in the song. And a great song. So let's listen yeah. to it.
things that uh, caused this project to eventually get canceled is we just didn't get enough unreleased songs. And I hate comps that have all released songs. It's just like, what's the point? You know, I want to hear, I want to buy it and listen to everything brand new. Yeah, I mean, this one, there's a little bit more breathing room because it's so, like, specifically themed. Still, that's one of the reasons why I was thinking it would just be more of an eventual so we would get that. 
and try to do away with as much release stuff as possible. I wouldn't have minded having a handful of release songs on here if they really fit the theme, but we had basically the opposite, a handful of unreleased songs. Right. That TV theme song comp, that was it's always been one of my favorites because everyone went out of their way to obviously to go and record a song. Right. And right. that's what I was hoping people would do for this. Well, and you I know, people people fear doing that for with, the very well, reason that I understand. you know, comps don't come out sometimes. But that's how you get a really great comp. Yeah. So, what's playing now? Uh so now we're going to go into some songs that were previously released but still great songs. Uh starting off we have Boris the Sprinkler with the song Crop which was from their first album, A Testicle Pogo Machine. And this is based on um, a William Burroughs novel, The Ticket That Exploded, which used the cut-up technique, which is created sort of by writing a story and then just taking all the pages from it and putting them in completely random sequence, um, which makes it sort of very stream of consciousness and a surreal thing to read. Mm-hmm. And uh, Borsa Sprinkler here tried to like recreate that feeling by reading passages from the book, one in each channel, which makes for and, the same kind of chaotic vibe. And every the time they had. would play this live that I see them would do it, they would just flip to a random page yeah. and read while mm-hmm. they were still playing the same music. Behind but they it. only so did uh, they only did one. Like, well, yeah, one, only right. one person. It's only Norb. Yeah. A um, little bit of trivia. This song's called Crop because the music for it was originally written for Paul Number One's previous band, Precarious Crop. Huh. So uh, here we go. Crop by Boris Sprinkler. Next up, one of our favorites, uh, a Wa'o Records favorite, Dirt by Ganny. Mm-hmm. Um, now, this song at the time was kind of like almost unreleased. At the time, it was only available like on I the, considered it unreleased. It was on like a little tape that they gave yeah. away at shows. Right. It's since been released on uh, their It Ain't Easy Being Single, Rarities and Singles collection. It's called Move for Cash, and it's loosely based on Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas uh, by Hunter S. Thompson and intertwined with real-life experience of when Adam drove to Vegas uh, for his brother's wedding. wedding, right? I remember Mm -hmm. that. We had recorded the Shy Guy, the uh, Susie Durkin stuff, right before or right around that time. I think he had just gotten back and was telling us about it. So So this is a case of uh, sort of intertwining literature, the imagery from a book, with real-life experience, which I think is really cool. And there's Move for Cash. I'm 
Not a lot in the way of introduction for this next one. Uh, Why don't we do two back-to-back? All right. Um, so, okay. So the first one, not a lot in the way of explanation. Moral Crux, Room 101. Based here on... I was thinking you were going to play the Triple Bypass song by the same name. <laughs> we could, too. No, we, we could go get it. No, we can't. Well, this is a uh, Triple... Wait a minute. You were in that band. That wasn't the name of the song. <laughs> yeah, the name of the song was 1984. It was 1984. I just wrote the lyrics, and then he came up with the title. Uh, this this is Room 101, based on 1984 by George Orwell. After that, we have a, a really interesting song, in my opinion. It's Got Milf, or I guess Got Milf. With um, I don't know if you need the question, but okay. <laughs> with uh, it's um, not egghead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, okay. Question marks are stronger than periods. So. Okay. Um, there's a modest proposal by Got Milf, which is based on uh, Jonathan Swift's famous essay of the same name, mm-hmm. and it's an interesting song because it puts it sort of in a modern context. Right. Um, with the issue of abortion. For those of you who know what the essay is about, which is basically eating babies. To survive because there's no food during the famines. And decrease the population. Right. It's, uh, it's sort of making that about eating fetuses, which um, I guess the band, the band was hoping to maintain Swift's sense of humor about a, a really serious social issue. And I think they're successful. So anyway, Moral Crux, Room 101, Got Milf, A Modest Proposal.
Alright, so one of the great things about doing a comp like this is you get to hear new bands, and there were a few bands and who... And that's the purpose of comps, outside of just collecting unreleased songs by your favorite bands. Right, but in this case, water. it was also worked out that way for, for even us, for the label, which was great, because we got some songs from some bands I never heard of, and mm-hmm. frankly, I haven't heard from again since, but there they were some really good songs, so um, we're going to hear two of those in a row now. First is a band called The Timeouts with My Life with R.H. Macy. Not William H. Macy. No, R.H. Macy. And that's a, a Shirley Jackson short story of the same name. Um, then we're going to hear Seven Cent Nickel with A Message from the Emperor, which is based on a Franz Kafka short story of the same name. So here we go. <laughs>
All right, so we were saying earlier there were a lot of bands who, you know, said... Expressed interest. Expressed interest. Said they'd get songs in a lot of cases. The Ataris, people. The Ataris. The, the Ataris were going to be on it. I still it. have that postcard. <laughs> Amazing. Um, but there were a lot of good bands who were going to, you know, record unreleased songs. And, you know, they had the ideas. We're going to do this book. It's going to be awesome. A lot of great bands. I'm not going to name names because it'll seem like I'm, you know, ragging Calling on them. them. Yeah. Right. So, but uh, a lot of good stuff. Beats. But I'm going to name two names because there's two bands who never recorded their songs who we can still actually kind of listen to the songs um, because of other versions. The first one is A Radio With Guts with Spiders Across the Stars, which is based on On the Road by Jack Kerouac. Mm -hmm. Um, They were going to record it as a full band, but the version we have here is from the 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 Brandon Dung solo thing on Knock Knock Records which you should get because it rules. This is uh, Spiders Across the Stars by A Radio With Guts. Are we not going to go into the other song? Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, and then we're going to go into the other song right afterwards, which is another song that was going to be re-recorded, but never was. It's The Potato Men with The Beautiful and The... uh, With The Beautiful and Damned, based on the novel of the same title by F. Scott Fitzgerald. Um, They were going to re-record it, and they never fucking did. Thanks a lot, Larry. But uh, this this is the earlier version of the song from uh, their split with Cub on Lookout Records. i 
Next up, we have Santa's Dead. Now, the interesting thing is most of the bands on here, like, based a song on a book. Follow like the plot. The plot. Santa's Dead did something different, which is they sort of just uh, were inspired by the imagery of a book. The Stranger by Albert Camus? Camus. Camus. All right. It's a good one. Um, I think I like The Plague better, but it's a good one. Yeah, Killing an Arab, also based on that book. By The by Cure. The, by The Cure. But this sort of just, uh, it was, they were inspired by the imagery in a certain scene, the imagery of the light, and they sort of took that imagery and put it in a song that was actually unrelated to the book. And I thought that was interesting, hmm. the different ways people can be inspired by literature in music. So, so soon enough, someone's going to be inspired by the font in a book that they read, <laughs> or the texture well, of the pages. Well, how does that translate into music? I'm just breaking balls. Uh, Santa's dead, something in the way. I'm 
right, finally we have... Enough with the all rights. Every single time we come out of a song, all you keep saying is, all right. Yeah, but you don't realize there'll be songs in between. It won't no, sound as awkward. I know there are going to be songs. It, sounds, it still sounds awkward. Okay, That's next up we have the Brick Bats, who were a, a horror punk band from New York. And they have a... New York or New Jersey? I think New York. I don't the remember. The New York Somewhere area. There, though. Yeah. And I, I really liked them. That's a point. Um, <laughs> so uh, we're going to end with them with a really weird song called Like Mayflies, which I, I really love. It's based on the Castle of Otranto by Horace Walpole, which is uh, widely considered to be the first novel of the gothic genre. So it seems like a pretty good fit for the band. So this is Like Mayflies by the Brickbats. <laughs> feel like a, a monkey is off my back this this is feels can, good right can sort of be put to rest the the box of dat tapes can be burned and all the liner notes can be shredded and, and uh there's an unreleased erg song that's no longer unreleased ha <laughs> tough shit ergs <laughs> uh that's all we have for now um i don't know what else to say uh, keep reading kids yeah that's a that's really good <laughs> yeah i like that and not just the harry potters of the world or the series of unfortunate events which we both enjoy yeah. but you know there's other books out there give a hoot read a book